everybody. Welcome to B.O. Boys for Monday, May 24th. Fuck it. It's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat. And Pat, you know, there's always so much to talk about. So much. This episode is jam-packed. I don't know how we're going to get through it all um, in an efficient manner, but of course we will because we always do. Mm-hmm. We're but... professionals. Some big stories. I mean, there is some streamo news that we'll get into involving a certain baby. Um, there is some more Governor Cuomo movie theater, New York City news that we're going to have to get into. Big possible studio purchase. We'll be talking about that. Wow, and of course, so we're going to be predicting what is the true opening weekend of the summer movie season the the biggest weekend that we will have seen in movie box office in over a year we're going to be talking about that but first I, we got to start with a blow through right clayton we're going to blow through we're going to plow through i'm going to do this nice and fast mm-hmm. and you know what do we yeah. want to take a cue from our friend jeff who oh. came on last week and he did a reverse blow. Yeah, he plowed through from from five to one, so he built up to number one. You've typically plowed one on down because you start big and just get smaller and smaller as you go. I say it worked last week. Jeff did an amazing job. Of course, Jeff from Exhibitor Relations Co., everyone check them out. One of the legendary box office analysts in the game today. I say let's 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 keep a good thing going. Plow through from five to one and see see if you could pull it off. It might be something that only Jeff could do, but we'll find well, out. Well, that's now. my fear. That's my fear. Right. That's why I, right. I want to try it and see if I can master it because he he just he just upped the drama quotient, and I really like that. Right, right. All right. Well, we'll find out together. So give us a plow through of this weekend's top five. Reverse plowing. So number five. Riot and the Last Dragon, $1.6 million, down only 2%, adding theaters in its 12th weekend. And it is at $48.3 million. So we might clap for this at some point when it hits 50. Now, at number... Wait. I See, I, I wasn't going to interject, but I saw the mistake that you made right from the top. Oh you my started. Goodness. You accidentally started <laughs> with number four. You skipped number five. Rye wow. is not number five. Rye is number four. So it is. Let's not do uh, it. Let's not do immediately, it. Immediately, <laughs> immediately proven that the reverse plow through doesn't work the for me. Five through one. It doesn't work for you. Only Jeff Bach of Exhibitor Relations Co. At this stage in in our lives, you know, you may someday. Get the experience and get the uh, skill level needed to do a reverse plow through. You're not there yet. Jeff is. Now, in my defense, for some reason, the numbers stops numbering at four. Right, but I mean, and I don't know why they did it. There's a dash. It, 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 listen, here's the thing. No excuses. No I'm excuses. not going to make an excuse. I fucked up. Yep. I fucked up. 
And I, it's something to aspire to that I can do the reverse blow, it's blow uh, through at some point. I'm not able to do it. I'm going to go back to the original way that I always have done it, which is from one to five. Okay, so we're going to start again now. You're going to plow through the top five, but you're going to start at number one and, and see, build all, towards five. You know how many listeners, we, it's not live, fuck it, it's not a raw feed. It is a raw feed. I'm not right. editing any of this out. Right, right. This is not, you know, Zack Snyder, Army of the Dead, where everyone's green screened in, none of the effects are practical. Our show is is the equivalent of nothing but practical effects. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no, there's no post production. There's none. Everything is done on set, and then it's sent out. And and Clayton's tremendous screw up just now on the top five plow through is proof of that. We are a raw feed. We're raw feed. You can tell there's someone uh, cutting their grass at uh, 7 p.m. This some some jabroni needs to come home from work and cut his grass at 7 p.m. Right. On a Monday, on a freaking right. Monday. That's what the weekends are for, buddy. But right. and we're we're not gonna we're not gonna green screen that sound out. It stays in. No, you're gonna hear that. You're gonna hear that jabroni on his yep. on his riding mower. Yeah. Trying to get away from his wife or whatever he's doing. So anyway, number one, second week in a row, spiral, four point five million dollars, only down forty seven percent. Added some theaters. It's sitting at fifteen. million after two weekends. Number two, Wrath of Man, holding tight in the number two spot, $2.9 million, down only 20%. And it is now at 18.8% after three weekends. Number three, holding tight, Those Who Wish Me Dead, $1.8 million, down 35%, added 191 theaters. It has a total gross after two weekends of $5.5 million. Number four, Raya and the Last Dragon, $1.6 million, down only 2%, added theaters. It is now at $48.3 million in its 12th weekend. Again, clapping coming soon number five godzilla v kong 1.4 million dollars down only six percent adding theaters it is now at 96.9 million dollars in its eighth weekend that is the way you do it forwards only so Great job. Once you went back to your style, the style that you were comfortable with, you plowed through expertly. Thank you. You nailed it. I thought it was one of my best plows ever. Well, it's also, I think, such a great plow through because you were digging yourself out of a hole. Your your confidence obviously had been shook. So I, I was not expecting you to be able to pull off the normal plow through, to be honest. I, I thought you were maybe going to be finished for the episode, and I'm glad to see that the the screw-up of, of your reverse plow through didn't completely uh, derail you for the entire app. Well, Pat, I had I was something worried to prove. About. I had something yeah. to prove. So looking at this top five, obviously there's nothing new in here. You know, these are the same five movies that were the top five last weekend. The box office is pretty much on 
hold until this weekend. But one thing that jumps out to me is, so Godzilla versus Kong, it's at $96.9 million. And we obviously have not had a $100 million uh, domestic earner in over a year since the pandemic started. Nothing has come out and made anywhere near 100. And 100 has always been that sort of magical, mythical, you know, cross that and you're a hit line, even yeah. if that's not always true based on budget. Do we think a Godzilla versus Kong gets there? It basically needs to make another $3.1 million to cross a hundred. And what could they do to make that happen? You know, like, yeah, like do they make that part of the marketing campaign for these last few weeks? You know, does Warner brothers just, straight up put out commercials saying like, be part of the crowd that makes this cross a hundred million dollars. Let's do this together. You know, like we were there for you. You be there for us. That's does, does that kind of campaign possibly work? Yeah. I think there's, I think there's an obvious, they're obviously pushing for a hundred here because you can see mortal Kombat is dropping screens Mm-hmm. And Godzilla is adding screens. When mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat has only been out for five weeks, Godzilla v Kong has been out for eight weeks. So right. it's getting Warner Brothers has a opportunity here because it has a few movies out in theaters. And I think what it's going to do, I think you're going to be seeing, even though Those Who Wish Me Dead added some theaters this this past weekend, which is crazy because. Those Who Wish Me Dead, just to give you guys <laughs> this information, it is currently in 3,379 theaters. That is the it's most the- theaters of any wide release. Mm-hmm. Spiral is in less than 3,000 theaters. Yeah, Those so- Who Wish Me Dead is by far the most distributed theatrical movie we have right now. Obviously, that's going to change this weekend, but... Well, and I also think so. Here's what they're doing: they're doing screen, they're grabbing up screens with this new film. Okay. And then what they're gonna do is pull an old switcheroo, and they're gonna slip Godzilla v Kong into some of those those who wish me dead screens. Oh, that's possible. Right. That's possible. Yeah. Because I, it, it, if you think about it, I don't know how it it's it's gonna it's working, but. I'm sure they have a certain amount of, of of screens for those who wish me dead because it's a it's a newer release. But I think there might be some behind the scenes thing going on saying, hey, listen, we're seeing the numbers here for those who wish me dead on these screens. Godzilla is moving in an upward trajectory. Let's swap some in there trying to get into more theaters so that they can get the runoff from your Cruella's or your. Quiet Place 2 for the people who are trying to get in there. It's sold out. Oh, I'm going to see this other movie that's made for the big screen, which is Godzilla v. Kong, which is now currently not on HBO Max, so you can't see it there. And I don't believe it's on PVOD at the moment. So Godzilla v. Kong is the only thing, like you can only see it in theaters now. Right. Well, that's interesting, too, because this weekend is obviously going to be a giant movie-going weekend. you got Cruella and Quiet Place 2 coming out. But you also 
still have these capacity limits in theaters. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're going to talk about it. Like the theaters are still basically lobbying Cuomo, the the governor of New York, apparently, to open up the the uh, to pull back on the restrictions of how many people you could get into a movie theater. He's still sticking to his. Uh, everyone's got to be six feet away. We theorize, of course, he doesn't understand how far apart seats are in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, but but right now you can't have full capacity at these theaters. So you are going to have a lot of situations, I think, where, where Quiet Place 2 and Cruella sell out. You know, yes. A, because people want to see these, but B, because they're not allowed to have everyone packed in there. So... Godzilla versus Kong could cross a hundred because people have already made the drive to the theater. They've already like mentally gotten themselves to the point where they're going to see a movie again. You know, and you could imagine for a lot of people, this is like they've, they've been focusing on this in therapy for the last month. They really want to go to the movie. So they've been with their analysts and their shrinks and they've been like, getting themselves into a a place where mentally they could go back to the theater. And then you imagine that person, they've done all this work. They've done all the, you know, aside from the vaccinations, they've been talking about it, just daily psychotherapy, like getting themselves mentally ready to be able to go to the theater again. And then they get there and Cruella is sold out. Quiet Place 2 is sold out. You can't let all of that work you did with your analyst uh, fall by the wayside. You got to see something. And, and I think that that should be what Warner Brothers is pushing. It should be, A, help us get over 100. We're in this together. And B, you did so much work on yourself in therapy to get here. You can't just leave. You can't leave. Mm-hmm. Think of all the... the you, you did... You try all of it. You did psychotherapy. You did analysis. You did cognitive therapy. You know, you maybe some electroshock. Who knows what people have been doing to get themselves ready to mentally return to the movie theater. And, you know, you might do all that. And Cruella sold out. Quiet Place 2 is sold out. You got to see something. And it might as well be Godzilla versus Kong. Get them over 100. Yeah, I mean, I do think there is... If you do rally people with mm-hmm. the get us over a hundred, mm-hmm. there might be people who want to do that. I, I don't think that's necessarily the worst thing. It, it can't hurt. No, no. People love being part of a success. You know, it's like uh, that's what sports fandom is all based around. It's all based around go cheer for the winner. And if they win, we win. Well, and movies maybe don't make enough use of that, but this might be the time for Godzilla versus Kong to rally the moviegoers as fans to be part of a winner. Well, you know what people also love? They also love when schools are having fundraisers Mm -hmm. and they have the signs that are the thermostats Mm, and the thermostats have marks for how much they need to raise and you can yes. fill in with a red marker how mm-hmm. high the thermostat gets. Yes. And yes. if you put these in lobbies of movie theaters mm-hmm. and it says, help us get to 100. And mm-hmm. here's what you do with the, therm- the thermometer. 
you, you put it in Godzilla's mouth. Yes, yes. It's in Godzilla's mouth. He's got an ice pack on his head. Right. You know, right, because he's got a fever. And you see where it's at. It's so close. Right. And we want him to get as high a fever as possible. I guess that's, I mean, I, I guess that's always, it's kind of weird. I never thought of it, but right. I, that, I, that's that would be in this case that. But, I mean, it's still cute, right? Godzilla, yeah. he's bleeds fire. He's got... You know he he got a he's got a a fever, but I think that oh would, yeah for Godzilla it's probably better for him to be as hot as possible. Yeah, if he's so that, cold, he's sick. If he's cold, he's sick. So yeah, you you want his thermometer to be over a hundred, or else he he loses his abilities. He he's uh, unhappy. Yeah. And it, do, it, why not that? Why not if if we don't reach a hundred, Godzilla dies? Yes. Yes. I mean, why the fuck not? Yes. Kids will be crying. No, no, Godzilla's gonna die if we don't watch the movie. And the and the parents will be like, "That's stupid." But they wouldn't say that because now they indulge. Kids are always indulged by their parents. Oh, he knows better. He knows better. He uh, Cody knows better. He knows he knows that if if God if we don't go to see this movie, Godzilla will die. He knows better. He's a child. He's more tapped in. He's on TikTok. We gotta follow well- him. Well, one way to take advantage of how much Cody knows is, in a way, Godzilla and Kong could die if this movie doesn't hit a benchmark like 100 million domestic, because then they just won't make any more sequels. So you still could tease that death of these characters by saying, if we hit 100, there's a good chance we'll bring back Godzilla and Kong in a future movie. But if we don't hit 100 million domestic, then they may never be seen again, or at least until they get rebooted in 10 years or so. And well, and yeah. Cody would know that, you know, because whatever you want to say about Cody, he's being treated as smarter than he should be. I know you're against that, but Cody understands box office. Cody's following the trades. He's listening to the B.O. boys. And I think that is a way of getting Cody to tell his parents, no, you got to take me to Godzilla for this Kong. We've got to push it over 100 million domestic because if not, Warner Brothers may relegate it to being, uh, uh, you know, some kind of like TV series rather than a theatrical yeah. movie. An animated TV series. Exactly. The worst fate for all IP. Right. So I agree. I think lean in this weekend, Warner Brothers, with let's all get on board. Let's all. Push this over a hundred. Let's save Godzilla's life. Get his temperature up there. Get the sequels greenlit. And again, you know, if if these other big new movies are sold out, you're gonna want to see something. You're not gonna want to waste all of the therapy you did to get yourself back to a movie theater. So might as well be Godzilla versus Kong. It's a lot to get in those commercials, but you know, you have a voiceover. You have like the Micro Machines guy or someone who talks really fast. He'll get that all out there in a 15-second commercial. Now, with that said, all of mm-hmm. that being said, yeah, do you personally think it goes over 100? I do. I think 3.1 million is what it's got to get to. It made 1.4 just this past weekend. Like you said, it's adding theaters. I mean... Everything is going to get steamrolled this weekend by the two new movies, Cruella and Quiet Place 2. But there is that possible 
rising tide lifts all boats effect where you're going to get so many more people going to movie theaters than we have in over a year. I think I think they're just going to keep it out there until it gets it. I think I think they're they're like you said they'll they'll take Mortal Kombat and those who wish me dead out of theaters before they take Godzilla versus Kong out. That that's what that's what I think. I think it's a situation like we had with the war with Grandpa. They have with war with Grandpa. They had twenty in their sights. Yeah, that's what they wanted to get to, and they reached it. And that was in theaters for a very very long time. I think Warner Brothers has it in their mind that they want to get to a hundred no matter what. They will make it happen through. Use our use our ad ideas if you want, Warner Brothers. We're trying to help out theaters. It's a great way to help out theaters. So we will give you that pro bono. All of this is pro bono. Because without theaters, there's no BO boys. It's Streamo Boys. And we don't want to be the Streamo Boys. So, you know, it's it's a quid pro quo, I guess. So I do just because you mentioned War with Grandpa, one of the most important box office movies of, of our lifetime. Um, I'm just looking at this this chart. War with Grandpa this past week, it is still in 62 movie theaters, the War with Grandpa. It made $15,000 this past weekend, which was an increase of 13%. Yep. 33 weeks the War with Grandpa has been in movie theaters. 33 weeks, and this weekend, its box office went up compared to the weekend before. I mean, obviously we've moved on from War with Grandpa, but it's it's stunning. It's stunning to still check in and see what this movie is doing. Well, well, let me just give you another stat here. So, per theater average for the War with Grandpa, two hundred and forty-two dollars. Uh, per theater average for Mortal Kombat, three hundred ninety-two. Not too not, different. Not too different. I mean, and that's the other thing that I think is going to keep Godzilla versus Kong in there is that its per screen average is higher than those who wish me dead and Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense for Warner Brothers to keep that in the theater longer because like more people want to see it. And Um, and also we are going to start seeing uh, by mid-June which is not that far off. We're going to be seeing full capacities. We're going to be seeing no capacity restrictions. Well, let's jump into it because I I don't have anything else that I really need to talk to about these top five movies. Do you have any any others? You do. Spiral real fast, dropped 47%. Actually not a bad drop for a horror film, but it didn't come from a high place. So that's why it only dropped 47%. The only other thing to say is this film officially put Spiral, the franchise, over a billion dollars. Put saw, the Saw franchise. The, what did I say? You said the Spiral franchise. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. The Saw franchise. Spiral put the Saw franchise over a billion dollars. It is The franchise is officially a billion-dollar baby. Oh, I mean, that's great. That's so that's great. something. It's something, but Spiral is obviously this is a failure. Yes, at the box office, it's a failure. the 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 fact that it only dropped forty seven percent, it doesn't save this movie. This movie is a is a dud. 
is this such a dud that it has killed off the Saw franchise? Or we do you expect we see another theatrical Saw movie in the next three years? Not in the next three years. No way. No you way. Think I there's think a break. it's... I think there's a break. I think there's I think it's dead for now. Obviously, listen, Tom and Jerry came back. There's no dead right. IPs. Anybody who says, right. "Oh, that IP's dead." No, nothing's dead. Nothing is ever dead. Right. Right. So, I think you, we probably won't see another one for 10 years. Interesting. Interesting. I I think there is still a chance that there's a Saw movie in 3 years. How? How? Because they tried to reboot it twice, Pat. They, they tried try, they... to reboot it twice, but it's horror, so the bar is always lower. And Lionsgate isn't Warner Brothers, where Warner Brothers could sit on that juicy, juicy Tom and Jerry IP for for decades, because they've got, you know, Harry Potter, and they've got Superman, and they've got Batman, and they've got. Uh, you know, all of these giant IPs that they could just roll out and they could forget that they've got the gold mine of Tom and Jerry just sitting there. But Lionsgate, you know, they've got John Wick and they've got um, the the Bad Moms. Is that Lionsgate? No, that's oh, not I'm even not, Lionsgate. I'm not, I'm not sure. But But basically Lionsgate has got John Wick and they've got Saw. So I don't think they could sit on Saw for 10 years the way that Warner Brothers could sit on Tom and Jerry for 20 or 30 years. They they so did, I, but they they did sit on it for a long time before this movie and this movie is is going to do nothing to make to, to make them want to make another one. I still think in 3 years we're sitting here talking about the, the latest reboot of the Saw movies. I, I don't think uh, Spiral, as much of a bomb as it is, I don't think that it, it kills this franchise off. I, I, well, here's here's the problem with your with your theory right now, is that if there was a, another movie planned, it would already be almost... Imp- we'd have heard about it mm-hmm, because this mm-hmm. already got sat on. It, it, there's no way that it can come out in three years because it, it's it would take... Oh. A few so every, years for it to get made. No, it doesn't. Saw movies came out for like eight years in a row. Saw movies come out fast. When well, they decide that, that it's was time because for the next Saw movie, that, the that next was, Saw movie will be written, filmed, edited, and released within 12 months. No, but th- that was because they had the mechanisms in place. They uh, That was like an assembly line situation. Same thing with Paranormal Activity. I they think, still have all the traps. What do you think? They throw those out? Lionsgate's basement is probably filled with all the traps, all the masks, all the puppets. If they need to turn around a Saw movie in 12 months, they, they it's all in the basement. Uh, They've got it all. Dude, this, this gave nobody what it wanted. I agree. It was a uh, dust. It was a bust. It was. Th- it was. It was. It ended up being over three years since the last one. I, I would say, but five that's because years also maybe, a pandemic. But, the pandemic delayed it for a year. Okay, but three years is insane. There's no way they're going back to this well in three years with how badly this movie did. There's. There's absolutely no way. There's absolutely no way. Let's put. Some money on it. Okay, what do you want to do? Thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. Not okay. So by May, uh, fifteenth, 
of 2024, I say there will be a Saw movie that gets released. Released. The only way I could be wrong, and I I feel like this is what's going to cost me this $1,000, is the big mistake that they made with this spiral release, other than how bad the movie is, is that they put it out this time of year rather in October. I think they'll never release a Saw movie in a month other than October again. You can't. So where I might get screwed is this movie comes out in October of 2024. And it goes a little past three years. You know, it'll still be within the calendar year, but it'll be in October instead of May. But you'll still That's owe me where a grand. I can get screwed. And I would owe you a grand. Well, here's the thing. I'm earmarking that money for medical bills. So. Okay. Let's you're hope. Gonna, let's let's you're, hope. You're going to lose some parts. You're going to lose some parts but saving your medical bills for for uh for that money cuz it ain't coming. The Saw movie's going to come out within 3 years. That's that is you lost yourself $1000, my friend. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll, you know, all of the the want to be oh boys, want to be oh girls, want to be oh people. People. They will find out along with us in three years, because if this Saw movie comes out within three years, which of course it will, then Clayton will not be able to pay for his medical bills and there will be uh, surgeries that cannot be done. There will be wounds left untreated. There will be uh, uh, medicines and serums that cannot be injected and we'll see it. We'll get to see the result of this Saw movie coming out. It's going to be great. Now, uh, can I, in a year, borrow against that $1,000? No. Two no, years see, in, I, I start being able to borrow against the 1000 You can't, but you have to wait. You get it all. You either get all of it or nothing in three years. It's a little unfair, but I'll take it. Yeah. So is there anything else in this top five that we need to go through before we start hitting up these big news items? No, I, I don't think so. I think it was a very slow, a very slow weekend at the box office. But, you know, it's it's just greasing the tracks for next weekend, which is, I think, going to be huge. Well, it's heating up. But as we mentioned before, I mean, one of the big stories is that in different cities and states, you still can't have full capacity. The movie theaters, of course, New York State is one of the biggest um, movie-going places in the world. And right now, they are allowed to have full capacity in the movie theaters, except Cuomo's regulation that it still has to be people six feet apart. That is still at play. And the movie theater business... They're lobbying for him to change this. They want it obviously changed by Friday, which is looking tough because they want to get as many people in there for Corella and A Quiet Place too. I mean, this this is we talked about it a few weeks ago. This is completely bananas that that he thinks that movie theater seats are six feet apart. Uh, what is going on here, Clayton? What what could be done about this? Well, it, it's it, this is what shows you his problem with Cuomo right now is that Jersey's completely lifting capacity restrictions mm-hmm. and distancing mm-hmm. effective this Friday. 
Mm-hmm. And Cuomo, you're being showed up by Jersey. And I'm not a big, oh, Jersey sucks, Jersey stinks, Jersey smells, it's gross, the people are 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 lesser sort of people people. I'm not that person. No. I like no, Jersey. No. I like Jersey. There's some beautiful parts of Jersey. It is a neighbor. It is a brother. Right. But it's a little brother. Yes. So little brother can't do better than big brother. Because right now it's like little brother is in the major leagues and big brother's playing in the minors. And that looks bad for big brother. Right. Yeah. So that's my issue with this. Yeah, I mean that might be the thing that gets to him if if people start showing him how uh, uh, Jersey movie theaters are packed and everything's going well and and New York looks like a second class citizens. I mean the problem might be that what they're lobbying for is you gotta let us get full capacity because we got Cruella coming out and we got Quiet Place Two coming out. So that is their pitch to Governor Cuomo. And he's looking at those movies and they don't appeal to him. You know, uh, A Quiet Place is the last thing that Governor Cuomo is ever going to want. You know, he's like, I don't want to be in a quiet place. I want to yell. I want to scream. I want to, you know, yell off on ghoul at the top mm-hmm. of my lungs. You yeah, know, but so- you're Italian. You understand. I mean. Oh, I, I get it. This guy wants to yell and scream. He wants to shout uh uh you know broken italian uh curse phrases in the air while waving a waving a loaf waving around a loaf of italian bread mm-hmm. knock together pots and pans you know uh uh throw something at his at his box television set he wants to make noise so when when you tell governor cuomo we got to change this uh, law so that we could help out a quiet place too. That doesn't appeal to him too quiet. It's too quiet for him. And then when you tell him, all right, well, the other movie coming out that we got to let people see is Cruella. I mean, he's just going to be like, it's chick flick was about close. was about close. There's no violence. There's no, there's, they don't eat in that movie. Everyone's skinny. They don't eat. He's not going to like that. And he's going to be like, who's in it? Some chick actress, some chick. Where's De Niro? Where's Stallone? Mm-hmm. So that's not going to appeal to him. So you've got two movies coming out this weekend where they're lobbying to get Governor Cuomo to help him out. And these are two movies that don't appeal to him. It's a chick flick. That doesn't have any food in it. His words, his words, not yours. Uh, I mean, listen, again, I'm allowed to say this because I'm I'm Italian as well and, and allowed in the sense that I, I understand what he's thinking. You know, okay. I know in his head, he's thinking this one's a chick flick. It's all about clothes. There's no food. And the other movie, no one's yelling, no one's screaming. You know, there's no there's no old Italian lady banging pots and pans on a fire escape. So that's why he don't like Quiet Place 2. Because he looks at Quiet Place 2 and he's like, so the monster would eat me just because I'm yelling at my cousin in a stairwell. 
Yeah. So, you know, Cuomo... If that's life, he, I don't want to live. Right, right. Cuomo and who doesn't want to see a movie. who the fuck is this monster? Right. Who the fuck does he think he is? Exactly. Coming into my house. My house, yeah. On Of all days. So Cuomo's getting worked up, just even being explained what these movies are about. Yeah. He's getting worked up. He's yelling. Because he's yelling. He's yelling. You're trying to explain the quiet place to him. He's yelling over you. He's yelling, and they're, and they're trying to tell him, no, 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 that, that's the point. In this movie, they don't yell. And he's like, why the fuck do I want to see a movie where people don't yell? Yep. And so these are not the movies that are going to get Cuomo to lift the theater restrictions. So I think what you got to do, this would be my Hail Mary, is, of course, the main reason you want the theater capacities open is for Cruella and Quiet Place 2. But what you got to convince him is that we need full capacity because we're also, we're re-releasing Rocky, we're re-releasing Goodfellas, we're putting the Lords of Flatbush out there, early Stallone movie. Henry you know, Winkler. We're, put, we're putting out, um, you know, just just all of these movies that would appeal to Cuomo. Well, what, why don't you just, why don't, why don't they do a rush release or, you know, no preview, special preview, many saints of Newark, Sopranos movie. You don't call it many, uh, many saints no. of Newark. You call it Sopranos movie. Yes. Yes. That's the move. That's the move. It's an early yeah. premiere. It gets a New York premiere. You know how F9 had its foreign release? You, yes. you, you just release many you, many Saints of Newark in New York. Yes. For and one and weekend again, you only. call it you call it Sopranos movie. You call it Sopranos movie. That's that's the move. That's the move. Warner Brothers and it's it's interesting because Cruella is a Disney movie. Quiet Place 2 is a Paramount movie. But Warner Brothers, of course, is the studio behind Many Saints of Newark, a.k.a. Sopranos movie. Warner Brothers needs to be the ones who comes in here to save New York box office by doing this New York-only premiere weekend of Sopranos movie. Mm -hmm. And I think I think that would work. I think if you told Cuomo, actually, the reason we need full capacity this weekend is because Sopranos movie. And he would ask, is there yelling in that movie? Of course there is a Sopranos oh, of movie. Of course. Is there food in that movie? He's like, yes, of course, Sopranos movie. It's opening scene is they eat gabagool for 20 minutes straight. He'd be like, okay, I get this. And then he would ask, but is it a chick flick? And they say, no, it's Sopranos movie. It's Sopranos movie. Yeah. And I think he would say, you know what? Afangul, 100%. People could sit on each other's laps for all I care. Yeah, sit on the lap. It, it would be, I think it would be mandatory to sit on laps. Yeah. Right, because it's Sopranos movie. He would be like, all right, you got to have the kids in there. The kids got to sit on the laps. And the grandma's got to sit on the laps, too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's what you got to do because, I mean, mm-hmm. listen, I, I, I can edit this. Well, no, I'm not going to because it's a raw feed. But, I mean, there's 15,000 people at the Knicks game yesterday. Right. You being one of them. Can we say that? Yes. Fully vaxxed and waxed, of course. Of course. Of course. But you're telling me, I mean, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Obviously, we're all rooting for the Knicks. Right. 15,000 in Madison Square Garden. But you can't have a, a full theater in Times Square. Right. Which would be what? At the most, 200 people? It. And again, I think that is where the issue is, is that sports, of course, appeals to Governor Cuomo. He gets sports. He's like, they're big, there's a ball, they throw the ball, they score the points, they're yelling, everyone's yelling, so he likes that. So that appeals to him, and he does, uh, you could have full capacity at a sporting event. Mm -hmm. But again... Corella, he's looking at us a chick flick about clothes. The 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 lead actress, she ain't even Italian. He's like, I don't know what she is. She ain't Italian, so I don't want to see that movie. And then Quiet Place, of course, is, is no one's yelling, no one's screaming. There's no one throwing a, a a bowl of spaghetti off a roof. So those don't appeal to him. So that's what, yeah. Warner Brothers has got to step up. They got to change the name of Many Saints of Newark to Sopranos movie and dangle a New York only release as long as he opens capacity to 100%. That's the move. That's the move. Get the cast here. I mean, most of the cast of that movie probably lives in the tri state area, I would assume. Right. Or they, at the least, they could send them uh, messages on their iPhone or something. Yeah get get a zoom together and and say hey governor you know forget about it soprano's movie open up the theaters they'll they'll come up with something i'll i'll, I'll they all pitch in for tony saragusa uh wait he was tony saragusa wasn't in sopranos he was no yeah he's a football player he's a football player who am i thinking of who am i thinking of i'm thinking of the I'm guy not- that does the podcast um, you're thinking of the guy who plays Bobby Bacala. Bobby Bacala, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Bobby Bacala, they would get him to send an iPhone message to Cuomo. A cameo. He's on Cameo. Just They all put their money together to get a cameo. Yeah. Have Sarah Goose, what, why not have Sarah Goose say something too? Right. Do you think Cuomo's right. paying enough attention? To, he's like, oh, he was probably in Sopranos. Right. No, I think that's the way to go. Um. So... You know, we we tried to, of course, appeal to him and teach him what six feet actually look like by sending him the uh, six feet Italian sub. And this might be the way to go is you got to appeal to his taste in movies and you got to get Sopranos movie in theaters this weekend. So he'll open up the capacity. That's the way to go. Do you um, do, do you think that do you think there's any way? That this guy listens and opens up to full capacity this weekend. There's no way. Well, I I can't imagine Governor Cuomo listens to a podcast because listening to a podcast is a one-way conversation. You know, so he's not 
able to yell back at the B.O. boys. Mm -hmm. I think that if the B.O. boys were a morning radio show, you know, if we were uh, on on like a a local rock station or, you know, a hot talk station, one of those where we had callers calling in live, then he would be able to participate and yell at us. And I think in that situation, he might be a regular listener. He might be first time, long time. But I think as a podcast, I can't imagine he's able to listen to podcasts because he can't yell back at them. True. So no, I, I think it's more likely that, you know, someone within Warner Brothers is a wannabe old boy, wannabe old girl, wannabe old person. Person. And they will take this idea and run with it. I think that's very possible, but no, I, I don't think Cuomo could uh, engage in a in a in a uh, platform where he's not able to yell back. Man, I hope I you know he's got to wise up about this. He's he's got to. And again, we say this as we have been uh, uh, pro the science. From the beginning of this, we've obviously, we followed everything, but right now it is, people are vaxxed and waxed, you open stuff up, you tell everyone to be vaxxed, and just go full capacity. That that seems to be the way to go. That seems to be the way to go. So, we'll see. We'll see. So, why don't we move on to some of the other stories, because I think we got to start blowing through what's left. I want to talk about this, Clayton. Big announcement today from Universal that the Boss Baby franchise, their next movie is going to be the Boss Baby family business. And it has been announced that it will open up day and date in movie theaters and on Universal's Peacock streaming service. Peacock. And they moved this up. It was supposed to get a theatrical release in September. September 17th. Mm-hmm. And now it's July 2nd. Wow. So this is Big Willie weekend. Is Boss Baby weekend. This is... So this is a brand new... You know, we did our summer movie preview last episode with Jeff of Exhibitor Relations Co., and Boss Baby has stepped in as a brand new summer movie that we were not expecting on the schedule. Mm-hmm. And now this could be a big player on Big Willie Weekend because it's up against The Purge. The Purge, the Forever Purge, was going to be the big 4th of July weekend movie. And now Which, Boss Baby is just, I think, is trumping it. Let me tell you. So we won't get into this anymore, but I saw the trailer finally for that movie, Bomb City. That movie is going to tank. Forever Purge. Forever Purge is going to tank. I mean, we disagree. We could talk about the specifics of that prediction as we get closer. Um, But I understand that Boss Baby... There was definitely an opening that weekend because even if Forever Purge does well, it's not fulfilling the same audience that a Boss Baby movie would. Boss Baby is a big family movie. 
So there was an opening here. This It makes sense for them to move up. But I mean, the big part of the story is that this is Peacock's first day and date release, right? It is. And it's it's not any sort of premium tier. No. And you will be able to watch this with commercials, I'm assuming, for four ninety nine at mm-hmm. the lowest tier of of Peacock, and then you can get no commercials for nine ninety nine. Right, right. Now I don't know. I haven't watched a movie on Peacock, a commercial with. I don't pay for the commercial tier, so I haven't watched a a, a movie yet with the. So I haven't. It's so it's confusing with the tiers. Let's let's not even bother with the tiers because I think let's just go with it's on Peacock. But what so I'm just saying is that that is mm-hmm. the lowest price point. Okay. For one of these movies. Because okay. when you look at the day and date stuff, it's been Disney Plus thirty dollars, right? Or right. it's been the Warner Brothers HBO Max, which that costs about sixteen dollars or seventeen dollars with tax. So mm-hmm. this, if you're paying four, you're paying four ninety nine for this movie. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm getting into the tiers of it. And at the most, you're paying $9.99 for the, for the no commercial tier. So that is an insane low price for a new release. And Boss Baby number one did really well. Yeah, Boss Baby's a huge hit. Now, they have had, they've had streaming Boss Baby content. Like, there has been a Boss Baby series, I think, on Netflix at some point. So True. It hasn't, it has been diluted a little, but obviously the kids know that the movie is the mothership and that's where he's real. You know, boss baby's really going to be saving his big schemes for theatrical releases. I, I think that this is going to still be a giant opening weekend. Well, I, well I, Pat, can I blow your mind real fast? Can, yeah. Do, do, do you want to guess really fast how much Boss Baby made domestic? Like 160 domestic? Okay, well, I guess it, blew, it didn't blow your mind as hard as I did. 175. Yeah, no, I knew it was a massive hit. It was it was huge. And opened at 50. Yeah. No, it's it's, I mean, it is Alec Baldwin's biggest vehicle for sure. But I need... And he, is, he, is Alec Baldwin back as the voice of Boss Baby? Here, so here's the rub with this film. <gasps> is that I was reading on... No, he's back. Okay. But he is not the baby. <gasps> what? So uh, in the article, Boss Baby, family business. The Templeton brothers, Tim, played by, played by James Marsden, and his Boss Baby little bro, Ted played by Alec Baldwin, have become adults okay. and drifted away from each other. Okay. There's a new boss baby played by Amy Sedaris. It's a female boss baby. Interesting. Now, I'm going to say this is smelling like Secret Life of Dogs 2. Secret Life of Pets 2. Sorry, Jesus Christ. Rafi, fuck it. Secret Life of Pets. It was all dogs anyway, right? That whole movie was dogs. Nobody cares the fuck. 
gives a shit about what a cat thinks. There are other pets, but sure. There's rabbit, whatever. It's all about the dogs. The dogs were the big thing. So here's the thing. Mm. I think that they want Alec Baldwin as a baby. That's the the hook. The hook is that he's right. a baby. He's got yeah, an yeah. adult voice in a baby's body. Amy Sedaris right. does not have an adult voice in a baby's body. Right, right. I think this is, I think they have a stinker on their hands and they're pushing this onto Peacock to try and get subscribers. Oh, I I disagree. I mean, I haven't seen a trailer for this film. You haven't either. So we're, we're going off of the descriptions that are exist online. I think until we see a trailer, we can't fully know how this, the, the moving around the voices is going to work. I think they see an opportunity to make Bafa Bobo on 4th of July weekend with a family film. And, you know, we talked about it in our summer movie preview. The rats are not getting their cheese this summer. You know, Hotel Transylvania 4 is one of the few purely family films that is even on the schedule. And I think that uh, Universal looked at that schedule and they realized it's the summer. How do they, how do we not have a big family film to put out there in the summer? And I think this movie is going to come out 4th of July weekend. And I think it's going to make as much or more in its opening weekend than the first boss baby did. Uh, and, I don't... and and I think the Peacock thing, you know, we're seeing this with these day and date releases where it doesn't seem to affect the opening weekend. You know, the fact that the movies are on the streamers probably hurt the legs of the theatrical release. Mm-hmm. But like that opening weekend, people want to get out and they want to see it on a big screen. And, you know, the families, the parents, they want to drop their kids off in a movie theater and just fucking walk around the block a hundred times, just be on their own, just you know, think for once for one goddamn second, they want to just think. So they're going to want to go see it in a movie theater. So I I think being on Peacock will affect maybe the second weekend, the third weekend, possibly. But I think that opening weekend, 4th of July, big family film, you know, Baldwin's still in the movie. So, I don't think anyone's really paying close attention to the casting changes. They just hear his voice in the trailer and they're like, all right, boss baby's back. And I think that movie's going to make Bafa Bobo for the July weekend. Nah, I think I this think is he, a good move. I, I think you got to have a boss baby with a voice that doesn't sound like a baby's voice. Right. You got to get Harvey Firestein or someone in there for the new baby. What well, I don't understand this. Like, you need a powerful voice in this baby's body. That is the IP. I think we got it. We've got to judge it when we see the trailer. I say let's both keep our eyes and ears open when a trailer drops for Boss Baby Family Business. We'll talk. We'll review it on this show. We'll review it, of course, from a business point of view, from a box office point of view. But I, I I think let's give them the benefit of the doubt that they 
they know what they're doing here. They know that Baldwin's voice in the voice of a baby is the draw. So let's not jump to conclusions that that's not going to be a major part of the film. Okay. You know, because there's flashbacks. There's, you know, think about, oh, when I was the boss baby, and then 40 minutes of the movie is the flashback. I, I think that's very possible. And I think any sequence where Alec Baldwin is doing the voice of the baby, that's going to be what fills up the trailer. And the trailer is all that matters for the opening weekend. Yeah. So, I mean, the interesting story here is Peacock doing the day and date. Yeah. Even though by that time, we're assuming that most theaters will be full capacity and whatever theaters are not permanently closed, will be open for business. So it is an interesting thing to do now. I mean, HBO Max is kind of stuck in that all 2021, although there's rumors that Dune not going to have that situation. So, I mean, we might see HBO Max back off that whole slate being available, blame it on uh, Kilner, and then, you know, he gets all the wrath, whatever. I mean, that's that's a possibility. So it's just interesting Peacock's doing that so late with not having done it during the pandemic at any point. Yeah, I mean, I think they just haven't had a movie that would have been worth it to do that. You know, like their releases have been steady, but Boss Baby Family Business is a huge blockbuster in a way that, like, nobody is not obviously so nobody being on peacock day and date wasn't going to drum up that much publicity yeah and it well so then it is also begs like the question of what are they going to do with this this window oh and i think they the window is closed and are they going to give money to are they giving money to the theaters for this no i mean i think at this point these big studios that have a streaming service, whether it's day and date or a week later, this is what movie releases are going to be from now on. Movies are going to come out in movie theaters and they'll be on their studio streaming service, whether it's day and date or, or very soon after. That's just what it's going to be. You know, yeah, I, I mean, I, they're saying here in Deadline that that the exhibition's not going to get a cut from the no, Boss and, Baby and, on Peacock. So, I mean, I know theaters can't, the beggars can't be choosers at this point, but it seems like, I don't know, it's just, it's an interesting move this late in the game. Well, I mean, I think what they're seeing from the, the Warner Brothers slate, you know, that have come out day and day on HBO Max, what they're seeing is... It doesn't really affect opening weekend that much, if at all. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at Godzilla versus Kong, you look at Mortal Kombat. Those movies pretty much opened to what they would have if they weren't available on HBO. Yeah. And I think Boss Baby is going to be the same situation. I think it will make that 4th of July weekend what it would have made even if it's not on Peacock. Yeah, I mean, I think we do agree. We we definitely both agree in the streaming is killing theatrical. Uh, that that is kind of a lie. I think yeah. that's that's that definitely is a lie. It's it's not. 
it, it's it's hard to tell what's going on right now because of the the limits of what's you know available in the theaters how many people can be in theaters at one time once everything's maxed out i think it will show that there's just people who go to the movies and there's people who don't right and getting them the product where they go is the important thing for these companies i think that's right. just the future and that's the facts of it it's not, streaming is not going to kill theatrical those people wouldn't have gone to the theater anyway so do we want to touch on this Amazon M- MGM? Story? I mean, we can do real quickly, although because let's we do, do want to get we do want to get to to next weekend. It's a big yeah. big weekend. So So let let's blow through this one. I mean, the basically the story is Amazon is very close as of now to buying uh MGM Studios and their entire library for 9 billion dollars. So the big thing that they'd be buying here, you know, MGM's got a lot of properties, the Rocky series and uh, a lot of other film series, uh, Candyman. But the big one they'd be getting with this is the James Bond library and future James Bond movies. Yes. Um, Sure. I mean, it makes sense. We've talked about how these streaming services that aren't tied to a long-term studio are probably going to have to buy studios so you know the big ones to buy are mgm and paramount yeah and you know what that's the thing it's hard to get worked up over this because the main franchise that mgm has is bond and bond is your grandpa's franchise you know, it still it does it does buff a bobo here. It does, and, it does, and, and, and across the pond. But it, I, I, I gotta think Bond's days are numbered because even us, the, the people who love Bond are dying. Yes, I, I just I slowly I, I just, but surely. I just think we are we're not the Bond generation. We are the F, the uh, Fast and Furious generation, mm-hmm. and people younger than us. I just don't think they give two shits about Bond. I couldn't believe that they do. I mean, it it would make sense logically that they don't, but I mean, these the Bond movies are still billion dollar franchises. They're still billion dollar babies, so people are going to see them. I get it. It makes sense for Amazon to to buy this, and then. You'd have all of those MGM movies on their service. I mean, the big question is going to be if Amazon buys MGM and then they are the ones who get to put out new Bond movies every couple of years and new Creed movies and, you know, some of these other big franchises MGM has, but especially Bond. Is Amazon going to be able to, to give these movies a proper theatrical release? Because... Amazon Studios has been one of the great flop houses in terms of putting movies into movie theaters. Oh, yeah. They lost their shirt on. They had to shut down their theatrical releasing arm pretty much because of Mindy Kaling's Late Night. Yeah. And, you know, Amazon has a lot of money, but they don't want to lose money hand over fist. No. 
No. And they had Late Night, Britney Runs a Marathon. Those both tanked because they were paying. They did the Sundance thing. They did the Happy Texas thing. Right. They paid millions of dollars for these Sundance movies. And it's rare a Sundance movie does anything at the box office. Right. And so, yeah, they haven't had any success. They've had some success at home. Coming to America was a very popular streaming film, which I think we both agree would have done zip at the theaters. Yeah, that would have been a boss. So it's 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 that's the big question. If Amazon is going to be controlling Bond movies, will they be skilled enough at releasing movies theatrically that Bond will still make a billion dollars in the in theaters? I don't know who would want to come over to Amazon and be their theatrical guy or right, gal right, right. or person. I don't know who right. would want to do that because we were talking about it before be, before we got on mic in the hallway. We were talking about and and you know I'm a very vibey guy. You don't like the vibe thing. You like cuz sometimes I'll just have an inkling on something. I'll feel it in my soul. And I'll go with that. And you don't like that. You think that's horse shit. Yeah, I don't like that mystic stuff. Yeah. So, but I think we both agree that there are facts, you know, that 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 really back this up. But also there is a mojo to Amazon that just it's a shrug compared to these other streaming services. It, is. it doesn't it is. feel if Netflix was gonna buy MGM, that there there's something there. Yes, you know, yes. it, it, it just Apple Plus, they buy MGM. Oh, that's an excitement. There's a tingle. I'm feeling it. Right, right. Amazon, Amazon buying MGM just feels a, like a waste. It does. Because it, what it are they going to do? It feels like it's going to be in just a giant Amazon warehouse, you know, with, with all their other shit. You know, it's like you'll be putting Bond and he'll be packed in boxes next to a bunch of inflatable pools and, you know, hangers and all the other shit that Amazon sells. And, and, and it's like the hackiest uh, observation, but I don't want I don't want to get my stars from the same place that I get my toiletries. Yeah, exactly. And, and, it's, and, and as much as that's a hack observation, very hacky, very hacky. It's it's true. The reason it's hack is because it's 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 true in this instance. Not all hack yes. is true, but this happens to be a hacky thing that is true. Yeah, and it's it is it 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 just diminishes. Look at without remorse, and just to remind people what without remorse is. And I'm gonna have to. It was a Michael B. Jordan action film mm-hmm. that came out on Amazon streaming not that long ago that nobody remembers and nobody talks about. Patty, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I, I was I just got lost trying to remember what without remorse was. See, and that's what I'm I saying. Remember. Yeah. That that is how they've bumbled. Michael B. Jordan has star power. He is sizzling. Let him sizzle where people can see him. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll follow the story, but I wish I could be more excited about it. But it's Amazon. So and it's Bond. It's it's hard. I, I get that Bond is one of the biggest properties in movies, but all of this is just so, so blah. But we will cover it and we will 
get excited if need be. Well, talking about getting excited, let's get down yes. to it. Let's get let's... to this coming weekend, mm-hmm. the Memorial Day holiday. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a big weekend. We've got two giant films coming out. We've got Cruella, of course, the prequel about the villain from 101 Dalmatians, starring Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. Day and date available on Disney Premier Access. So you're looking at, what, 30 bucks. And then we have A Quiet Place Part 2. Sequel to a beloved, big, huge hit film. Mm-hmm. That is only available in theaters and, according to Deadline, outselling tickets. So it's besting the advanced ticket sales from its pre-pandemic sales, which were before it was canceled. Right, right. Because Quiet Place 2 was supposed to come out early April last year. So the tickets had been on sale before everything shut down. Now, this is kind of, I mean, this is a... I love the hyperbole. I love the the touting of this, although it is a little misleading because I'm assuming a lot of people knew that there was a possibility that this coronavirus could be something and maybe did not buy tickets for the original one. There's a possibility right. that that cut into people's enthusiasm for this film. Right, right. But I think it is a good Anytime advanced tickets are selling well, it is a good sign for a film. Right. I mean, you know, we talked about both these a lot last week on our summer movie preview. I'm still as bullish as I was last week on both of them. I'm actually more bullish now than I even was a week ago. You know, as I see more press materials for Cruella... More of these trailers, these teasers, these social media videos. I mean, Emma Stone is just a movie star. And I think okay. this is going to be an iconic part. I think the kids are going to eat it up. I think that uh, adults are going to be drawn to her as a movie star. So let's do that one first. Because I'm looking at Box Office Pro... And their predictions, their forecasting for a three-day, 15 to $30 million. That's the four-day, actually. Oh, that's the four-day. The four-day. 15 to 30. So let's just go with the four-day for our predictions. Yeah. I think it hits 30. Okay. I think this movie hits 30. I think people are just going to be so excited to get out this weekend to the movie. I think movies are back are going to really be the 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 overwhelming thought of this coming weekend. More than beaches are back, barbecues are back, yards are back. I do think movies are back is going to be huge this weekend. And Cruella is going to hit 30. I I'm going to say 25. Okay. I'm not I I'm high on this film and I think 25 is high. I mean if it is 25 that's gigantic for this yes. movie. I think I think you, under 20 is is that a disappointment? What's the disappointment line for this movie? I think teens. I do think teens. Okay. 
I, I do think if it's if it makes under twenty, I think we'll be upset. We, it, you know, it's still it's the capacity thing that's it, right. that's that's crappy here in the big city. So, yeah, but but I I think it can get twenty. Yeah, I think it, I think it. I mean, I'm obviously saying thirty. I think twenty. This movie is is very happy about its opening. Twenty five is a big hit. Thirty, it is like, you know, parade Emma Stone around Hollywood because she, she's the new queen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Quiet Place Two. They are at Box Office Pro giving a wide projection of thirty to fifty million for day. Let's use forty five million as our over under. And I'll let you go first this time. Over or under forty five million? Well, this one I think over. Over. Well I think okay. I think I think this hits fifty. Is there any chance for the four day this hits sixty? You know, it's I, I keep I was going so nuts on a lot of these. Mm-hmm. You know, I do agree that this is, I mean, you know, full disclosure, Quiet Place Part 2 is going to be my first movie back. Right, right. Because I, by the middle of this week, I'm going to be fully vaxxed and waxed. So I will be able to go see it. I feel like when you're looking at the people who would go see this movie, the age group, and when they were able to get their shots, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are going to be in my same boat, that this yep. is the first movie back. Yep. And I'm in a highly sought-after demographic. Yep. And I think there's a lot of people like me that are going to have this be their first movie back. So I'm going to go on the higher end of this. I don't know if it can reach 60. I hope. Listen, I hope I'm wrong. But I'm going to be a little bit conservative here and, and say 50. That it does okay. reach 50, but I don't know if it goes higher than that. Yeah, I think 50 as well. And I think what's going to be really fun this weekend is I think back to, and I think you're going to know where I'm going with this, Bad Boys for Life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that oh, opening watching, weekend. Watching those numbers go up. Yep. And as the weekend went on, Friday night tracking, Saturday morning tracking, Saturday afternoon tracking, and it just went up and up and up. We couldn't believe. We couldn't believe. Well, here's the thing. We're going to be, I mean, I think we're going to be together that weekend, right? Right. So then so, so then we're going to be getting those, those, those you know, uh, phone alerts and just be looking over and being like, it's happening. We're going to be really interrupting happening. like serious, not, I mean, obviously- this is a very serious topic, but you know, s- serious conversations uh, in order to, you know, we're going to tell, shut, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. And then we're going to tell each other the numbers and right. then be like, continue. Can you continue? Whatever about your baby, you yeah. know, that kind exactly. of Exactly. So I think this is going to be very possibly a weekend like that where the quiet place to tracking just keeps going up and up as the weekend goes on. And that's where you see the scenario whereby Monday morning, it's pretty much official that this movie has gone over 60. I think there is a chance of that. And, you know, I'm trying to will it into existence possibly, but I do think it's on the table. And by God, 
that is a hook for next week's episode of the BO Boys because when we get on the mics a week from today, we will know the answer. Yeah, that that is huge. I mean, it's exciting. I'm feeling the tingling right now. Yep. I mean, it may be because of the surgery that I, I'm going to need to get in three years. It could be the beginnings of that. Just hold so on tight. Hold $1, on tight. $1,000 is really going to come in handy, so thank you for that. Yeah, the Saw movie is going to come out in three years, so you've, you've got to find another way to pay for all these surgeries. You know. But get excited, whether the tingling is out of excitement or out of, um, you know, nerve damage. Either way, enjoy the tingle because, Clayton, this weekend movies and box office are back in the biggest way we've seen in over a year. Yep. Ooh, and so we'll be I'm back excited. here next week. We'll be back here next week with the results of opening weekend for Cruella. Just how big of a movie star is Emma Stone? We'll know. Opening weekend of A Quiet Place Part 2. Does it hit 60? We'll know. Yeah. Is this a franchise? Is this a franchise? Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Know. And Pat, so where, where can they where can they find us, Pat? Well, you could email us. You can never really truly find us, but you can email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Are you going to see Cruella? Are you going to see A Quiet Place Part 2? Are you going to see both? Also, if you're in the New York area and Warner Brothers put out Sopranos movie as a way of tricking Governor Cuomo into increasing capacity, would you see that instead? You know, because if they're going to put it out to trick them, they actually have to let people go see it. So, you know, I'd see Sopranos movie. Yeah, I'd go see Sopranos movie. I'd see Quiet Place 2 and Sopranos movie. Oh, it's the it's the greatest combo because you're 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 so quiet during a quiet place, and then you just you walk into this other movie, and it's just all food and yelling. Mm-hmm. Um, so email us at the boboyspodcast at gmail.com. Also, I mean, you know, we never tell people to do this, but go on to whatever uh, uh, podcast app you're using. Actually, go on to iTunes. Don't If you're using Stitcher or whatever, don't leave us a review there. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yep. Five-star review. And write so- if you leave us a five-star review and you write a little something, we possibly will read that on air. I can't we promise will we will. We will read Okay, we'll definitely read it. That's right. This is a good way. I always forget. It's a good way of getting manifestos out there. Yeah, we'll leave it as a five star review. Yeah, we'll definitely read it. You know what? They want you to say follow now on Apple Podcasts. Gotcha. Did you know that? It used to be iTunes. Now it's Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. And now it's follow instead of subscribe. Like people won't know what subscribe means. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. We'll do that then. But I, I think that's it, Clayton. I think we've done it. I think we definitely did it. And there's nothing left to say. But until next time, we'll we'll smell, smell you at the, the-